At the bottom of the ocean, the pressure is immense, a realm where every movement and task is compounded by the crushing weight of the depths. Inside the diving bell of the Bifur dolphin, an eerie stillness reigns, punctuated only by the muffled sounds of machinery and the occasional communication from the surface. It's November 5th, 1983, and the crew on the Bifur Dolphin, a semi-submersible oil rig in the North Sea, is unaware that they are about to become part of one of the most horrific accidents in the history of deep sea diving. Welcome to Disasterthon, the podcast that delves into the most harrowing and unbelievable disasters from around the world. Today, we uncover the chilling details of the Bifur Dolphin incident, a story that underscores the relentless brutality of the sea and the dangers lurking in the depths of human error. Saturation diving, the operation conducted on the Bifurd Dolphin, is not for the faint-hearted. Divers work at extreme depths, their bodies subjected to the immense pressures of the deep sea. This kind of diving, critical for underwater structures, comes with formidable risks. As experienced diver Philip Newsom, executive director of the Association of Diving Contractors International, explains... Nitrogen bubbles will form in the bloodstream, and those can prevent the circulation of blood, including to the heart. That's when you run the risk of getting decompression sickness. On November 5, 1983, a routine operation aboard the Bifurd Dolphin oil rig turned into a nightmare. Diving tenders William Crammond and Martin Saunders were assisting the divers. Edwin Coward, Roy Lucas, Björn Bergerson, and Trolls Helvik, who were working as saturation divers at depths around 1,000 feet. These divers had been living in a pressurized facility, including a living quarters and a diving bell, essential for their deep sea work. As the divers were undergoing a standard procedure of transferring from the diving bell to the decompression chamber, a catastrophic error occurred. Before Helovic could close the chamber hatch, Crammond mistakenly released the clamp, securing the capsule to the trunk, causing a violent decompression. The capsule detached from the trunk forcefully, resulting in the tragic death of Crammond and severe injuries to Saunders. Inside the chamber, the pressure plummeted instantly from nine atmospheres to just one. The rapid depressurization was disastrous for the divers. Helovic, who was in the trunk at the time, was tragically torn apart, with his body parts scattered across the rig deck. One witness described finding his liver completely intact as if surgically removed, and a portion of his spine was found 10 meters above the chamber on the rig derrick. Coward, Lucas, and Bergerson, who were inside the chamber, also suffered grievous injuries. Autopsies showed deposits of white fat 
obstructing their arteries and veins, a result of proteins cooking and precipitating due to the rapid boiling of their blood. The fourth diver, caught in the most direct path of the decompression, met a gruesome fate. The intense blast forced his body through a partially blocked doorway, resulting in instant death from gross dismemberment. The sheer force of the decompression was such that it violently disrupted the physical integrity of the body and forcefully expelled all his internal organs except for the trachea and a section of the small intestine. Perhaps the only positive here is that it is believed that all four divers died instantaneously and without experiencing pain. The investigation into the accident concluded that it was caused by human error on the part of Crammond and also highlighted engineering failures in the rig's system. The rig, which dated back to 1975, lacked fail-safe hatches, outboard pressure gauges, and an interlocking mechanism that could have prevented such a tragedy. Additionally, allegations of a cover-up in the investigation were raised by former crew members and the Norwegian Oil and Petrochemical Union, NOPEF, suggesting that the accident was partly due to inadequate equipment and safety measures. Claire Lucas, the daughter of one of the divers who perished in the incident, openly expressed her belief that the Norwegian government was responsible for her father's death due to the use of unsafe equipment. The Norwegian government, Claire testified, murdered my father because they knew that they were employing an unsafe decompression chamber. The Bifurd Dolphin incident of 1983 is a stark reminder of the inherent dangers in the quest to harness the ocean's resources. It underscores the importance of rigorous safety standards and the human cost when they are not met. Join us next time for another episode where we'll explore yet another chapter in the endless saga of human encounters with disaster. Until then, stay safe and keep an ear out for more stories from the edge of survival on Disasterthon. Thon.